Med Family is a show about a family journeying through medical school with kids and navigating married life. Tag along to see how we got here and where this journey is taking us. Hello, welcome to another week of our podcast, Med Family. I'm your host, Eric Acker, with Karen. Hey, guys. Uh, so we are, I think we're going to try to make this a relatively quick one. We were, I think, hoping to get a few in the bank before we... Uh, start our major moving process, but we haven't quite gotten to that point yet. So we're just still on this weekly dealio. Um, so really just wanted to kind of do a quick update on where we've been at the last week and then try to bring it back a little bit to um, medical in a way, since we, we had a slight development with our residency in that we had to pick uh, our electives for our intern year or at least our preferences of electives. So we wanted to just talk about our thought that went into that and some of the advice we got from other people and kind of go from there, but, um, we can review Karen, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the kids were sick. So we, <laughs> we are finally through with that. Knock on wood. Lots of vomiting. Uh, lots of vomiting. Um, and diarrhea. <laughs> we, we seem to have dodged most of that. Don't, don't even put that out there in the universe there. Um, <laughs> I am thankful that it happened a couple weeks before we move. Um, so at least it's not while we are trying to get out of the house and trying to drive, um, cause there's nothing worse than somebody vomiting in the car. It's that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so that's, that's been going on. To be fair, there is worse than someone vomiting in the car. There is, but. Diarrhea in the car. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Either way, you can't escape it. You can't escape it, and that smell is really hard to get out. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> just making that a little worse. Anyways. Um, Be glad it's an audio platform and not a smell and visual platform. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not smell. <laughs> That's the future innovation that we should never make. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Um, we, Eric made a second trip up to North Carolina and back. Um, we are having... We are, 15 hours on the road. Always, <laughs> always a lot of fun. We're unsure if we want to get a bigger moving van or if we want to stick with what we have. Um, and then also... Like the one we have, we can only pick up on Monday, which we're moving on Monday, so it might take a little longer versus other companies where you can pick it up on the weekend. Anyways, we're just trying to think through all variables. Um, so some of that might change. And then um, because Eric was in North Carolina, he went ahead and he's been looking at the, what are they, Breville? Yeah, Breville or whatever. Ice cream makers. He's wanted one for a long time, and they are expensive. And we found one for a fifth of the cost. So I said, if you really want it, go get it. So I drove an extra two hours out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was closer than driving there and back from here, but. Um, so yeah, I uh, we the kids and I made some sorbet this morning and some chocolate ice cream which was supposed to 
the chocolate peanut butter ice cream, but the kids were just not cooperating, and so I didn't hear the little dingling that said that I could add. Dingling? It, it makes a, a dinging noise. You, uh, 80 <laughs> years old? Or? <laughs> Whatever. You said Delio earlier. <laughs> Who's aging themselves now? I'm not a boomer. <laughs> dingling is one of a boomer. <laughs> well, fine. The chime that stated that I should add something, but... The kids get a good kick out of it because when it's all done, it actually plays like the song from that the truck drives around. The ice cream truck. The ice cream truck song, yeah. So I shouldn't be giving you too much crap. I asked our son the other day how old he thought I was. It was just a, a dangerous question. I don't know why. Dangerous he did question. This. A he wants to be ten years old and not whatever age eight. he is. <laughs> a, I knew I knew his age, <laughs> but. He said I was, what, 81, 91 years old? <laughs> and, like, he thought you were, like, 20-something? I was 23, so I, uh, <laughs> you, I, I you were lost great. about uh, <laughs> 13 Ten, years. Not 13, no. like 11. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Jeez. Um, apparently I'm ancient. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where that comes from, but maybe I need to be a little bit more mobile. <laughs> I don't know. Um... So, yeah, uh, it's not a whole heck of a lot going on. Uh, Eric did get an email um, early this week. No, La- late last week. When did we Are we talking about the residency yeah. stuff now? Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't know if you were done with the week. Um, well, Eric texted me because he was out of the house, and he's like, what are our vacation days? And <laughs> oh, yeah, we did have to select... So- Three weeks of vacation. Yeah. So with this program, you get 20 days. We, they wanted us to select three, five day segments and then we'll have five flex days, which are probably going to be used for sick days or to take step three, um, would be my assumption. You can use them for vacation days, um, as stated in the email, but. I, th- I think they do it the way they do it so that it can be used for sick days. Anyways, um, that was interesting because we don't have a schedule or anything. We never. I, I have never been plan my vacation out a year in advance kind of person no, or months we're in advance. Eight, eight years married. Yeah, eight years about. married, and um, I think the only vacation that we've been on has been our honeymoon. <laughs> Uh, paternity and maternity leave don't count? They don't count. <laughs> and we did plan one vacation because we were having a horrible year one year. And then um, my grandmother got worse. My, my grandmother <laughs> passed away. And so I ended up in Texas and Eric took the kids on the vacation with his parents. But like that wasn't a vacation for him either. So um, watching all that was just a bad year. Three years. I think we had three kids at that point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we had to watch all, th- I had to watch all three kids all myself and. Not, not, Karen does it all the time, so you know it can't be the worst. But um, I ended up watching. When I think they went with my parents to Seaside. It was like they went to the beach, yeah. And I spent the evening because we had tickets to a comedy show with a few friends. So I went to the comedy show. You know, I was like the fifth wheel in that no, group. No, didn't you invite somebody with you since to take my ticket? I don't know if anyone came. Oh, I I thought. I know I tried. Oh. Maybe I got. I don't know. Maybe I got Twan. I don't remember. I don't remember. I know I asked, and it was a. It was an okay show. I. I, I think it was supposed. To, I felt like it could have been better, 
and it was hard to enjoy it knowing that Karen was like flying off to Texas. I think I drove up to Seattle to drop you and your sister off at the airport and drove back, which in hindsight, six hours is a luxury uh, luxury car trip as opposed to the 12 and 15 hour <laughs> car trips I've been doing lately. Um, but the tickets were like several hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it's interesting scheduling time off and then we weren't allowed to schedule time off during, during like Christmas holidays. or New so Year's, Thanksgiving. Th- yeah. So um, I was just picking randomly. So I I, I didn't well, pick not, randomly. Not totally I, random. I decided to try and do something every, break up the year. So every three to four months. Um, and then that way it gives Eric a little break. Um, it gives the kids some break. And then I tried to, in those every three to four months, I tried to schedule around some, some sort of holiday. So like, I think one of them was Halloween, Halloween off, but that week is also, like Eric's birthday is before, right before Halloween, and the both girls' their birthday is very close in there too. So maybe maybe we can celebrate all their birthdays. Um, One is in January, right after. I think it was like after Christmas. I thought it wasn't like during the Christmas holiday, but like week week or two after. So it's like if we wanted to go visit family, that could be an option. Yeah. So we 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 tried to. To maneuver it so it was somewhat around some something of importance, and then we also tried to maneuver it so that Eric was getting consistent breaks. So if he needed to study, he could study. If um, he just got off of a rotation that was uh, long hours, um, that he could have some sort of breathing room but I, I think because I think it's block schedules but we we're not entirely certain how long each block is or anything so next year after we kind of know how the scheduling system works <laughs> I'm sure that we'll have a better grasp of when and what time we should ask for off but that was kind of how we maneuvered it this year and we'll see what we get we might not get those off we might yeah those are just preferences they're going to try to build a schedule around it yeah and i'm sure they know as well that you know we don't have a clue what we're doing i mean who's who's planned out trips unless you know you turn around and buy tickets as soon as you submitted that i i am also the other component to our thought process is like you start june july and you don't really as much as it would be great to have a holiday like during the summer we go camping, go explore some of the cool nature areas of North Carolina. Um, you just don't want to book a vacation within the first 90 days of starting a new job. It's generally like that's the period you're trying to figure everything out. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll be trying to figure everything out for the first year. Um, but at least the first 90 days, uh, like any job, I you know, you, you probably don't want you <laughs> taking time off and vacationing. So uh, we avoided what, July, October. August, September. So we did ask for end of October, early November. I can't remember which yeah, date. Yeah, that's but exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, so pretty close to that three-month part. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So in addition to the vacation days, they also asked Eric for his preferences on um, electives. electives. So, yeah, it seems like typically you you have certain things that you have to do, what they would call cores, uh, like in medical um, 
Medical Team Service, or MTS is what Northeast Georgia called it. Uh, that's basically the hospital inpatient wards where you work on a team. You get uh, admits, you manage patients who are admitted, and you discharge. That's kind of, I think it's generally considered the meat and potatoes of internal medicine because you do, I think, about three months of that. You have like a month of ICU. You have uh, a month of night um, where you basically manage the inpatient patients during the evening or you know night until the morning handoff but you're not really it's not as i think it's intense because you have a lot of patients it depends on what goes on at night it can be very intense um, but it's not intense in the sense that you don't generally have to um admit or discharge. Well, you, you you might admit you take on admits overnight oh. and then hand them off to the the morning people but you don't generally have to uh, progress treatment because that's you're there to kind of keep them stable. Uh, if of course the tre- treatment is being progressed as according to the in the day te- day team's plan, then go ahead and do it. But like you're not there to like change the plan in the middle of the night. So because uh, the hospital is also, I mean, it's open 24-7, but it's not really open 24-7. You can't just be like, oh, let's do, let's page a bunch of different consultants at 1 a.m. in the morning. I'm sure they would love <laughs> to come in and do a consult, like right now. Like, probably not, unless it's emergent, you know. Um, so anyway, ICU, MTS, night shift, and then you, of course, have your outpatient clinic, um, I believe that's at least one month, if not longer. And again, every program's a little bit different. Sometimes they'll do like, you do four weeks on one, like a MTS service, one week of clinic, outpatient clinic. I think a lot of programs try to make it so that you have a regular clinic every so many weeks so that if you take on patients, because they try to give you patients that you have, oh, well, your patients can follow up in four weeks. And or they can follow up in eight weeks and they can see you again and try to. And that's why they kind of call it the continuity clinic as well. Uh, so you I don't know how this program is. I'm sure if I looked at a little bit closer, I can figure it out. But I'm sure I have outpatient clinic, which is my most favorite thing to do. But, you know, obviously it's something that's part of the program. Can't can't avoid it. So um, and then they have these electives. And I think there's other cores as well. So don't you know, don't just think that I, <laughs> that's all the cores I have. I'm sure I have more. I just am not aware of it very well. Um, and so you, they, give, they gave me a list of various electives that they have offers. Uh, they have, a, you know, options for, and you can just request which ones you'd like. And uh, <laughs> this is, oh, it feels a lot like fourth year in a way, but like fourth year with, with less preparation. <laughs> <laughs> So when we got the email, Eric reached out to somebody that he rotated with in Northeast Georgia, as well as uh, Matthew Barbo, who's been on the podcast before and is currently finishing up his intern year. Um, And they both had different advice. So Similar but different. Okay. Go Uh, for it. So um, Dr. Amika, uh, Amaka, sorry, uh, from Northeast Georgia, her advice was um, look at your cores and you can, and I mean, unless you really love it, unless, like, let's, for example, she used nephrology. Uh, she she slipped nephrology as an elective, but apparently in Northeast Georgia, nephrology is also a core rotation. 
And so she ended up doing one rotation in nephrology as part of her core, and then she did another rotation in nephrology as an elective. She wasn't uh, the biggest fan of nephrology, so her her advice was, is, you know, pay attention to your cores and don't double up on it. Because I think she probably had picked nephrology, because I think the other part of the advice was, you know, pick something that you're interested in that maybe you're not totally interested in but like you'd want to get some exposure to maybe a weaker part of your uh part of something that might be weak in your mind like oh maybe i'm not so good at neurology maybe i'm not so good at um nephrology gi whatever it is and you want to get a little bit more exposure to it because like when we do our third and fourth years we don't get exposure to every specialty uh, i know i didn't i didn't have any nephrology rotations i didn't have any infectious disease rotations so those are all electives that I could take on in, um, I'm going to set myself up and sounding really dumb here, but those are all things that you could do as an elective in your intern year. Of course, you are going to have second and third year electives as well. So this is not just a one and done situation. So her recommendation is, is uh, was to pick something that maybe you don't have a lot of exposure to and you would like to get a little bit more exposed to. I think that's pretty solid advice, honestly. Um, Matthew Barville's advice was a little bit similar, but also different. Um, so he, so Matthew is always, uh, Dr. Barville has been always um, motivated towards his fellowships because um, that, that makes him a little bit different than uh, my the doctor from Northeast Georgia, I don't think she uh, is intending, at least when I last talked to her, she wasn't intending to do any fellowships. So Dr. Barbo has some um, drive towards fellowships. So he, his advice is geared a little bit differently. He His thought process was, is that in the second year of residency is when you are putting in your applications or getting your applications put together for a fellowship. And so you really should set the stage for that in your first year so make your connections in your first year get on um, with those connections see if you can get on research projects get you know kind of network out from there express your interest so that when they think of people they want to bring up on research or uh, partner up with on research they might think of you Um, and so his suggestion was well if you have a fellowship that you might want to do maybe pick some of those as some of your electives. So um, I, I have a, an interest in cardiology. I'm not sure that's really what we're going to end up doing. Obviously, anything's possible in three years. But since I right now I'm thinking cardiology, I want to make sure I don't uh, neglect an opportunity to make those connections and progress towards uh, a, fo- a possible fellowship. So that's something that also kind of keep in mind if you're doing it. And I, I see this is like their you know, fourth year with, with, with less preparation because in third year, you're looking at a third year of medical school. You're, you're looking at step two, getting that done. And you're looking at possibly the application process for match. And so you already had to have an idea of where you want to go. Hopefully by the middle or end of third year, you have an idea of which specialty you're probably going to apply to. And so you're already, the wheels are turning. <laughs> the wheels are turning like, okay, how do I want to do it? And with Trinity, I think about half, about halfway through your third year, you do submit a possible idea of what you might want to do in your fourth year. And then you start planning that out like you know you of course are studying for step two you're doing your shelves um 
we have a little bit of dedicated time after the end of third year to do step two, but you're also reaching out to different programs and or different, you know, yeah, different programs out there doing sub I's, setting them before your electives. So you have a little bit more time to kind of research and plan out your fourth year steps. Uh, and this is obviously like I've never been an intern. I don't really quite always understand like what the year is really going to look like. Uh, even if I knew if it was four weeks of internal medicine services um, in the hospital and one week of continuity clinic, four, you know, four weeks of uh, nephrology, one week of continuity clinic, even if that was going to be my schedule, like I don't know how that really feels or how that's going to like work exactly. Like I don't know how that how I'm going to like that on you know, what what not so picking electives is going to be kind of tricky and um I don't you know I I think I want to go into cardiology but you know there's also like I didn't get any experience in infectious disease I didn't get any experience in nephrology so maybe those might be areas of my medical um career that I should probably highlight and put some emphasis on so naturally I didn't do any of that uh <laughs> what I, did you pick so I I picked there were uh, two cardiology um, electives on that list. There was a third one that was kind of cardio adjacent. Is what? It, so there was two cardiology, like they were interventional cardiologists or they were straight cardiologists that did echoes, EKGs, all that fun stuff. But it looked like both of the groups that were associated with uh, Cape Fear were interventional cardiologists, which is kind of where I want to kind of direct my attention um, either the EP lab or the calf lab. Um, so that, I guess it's both calf labs, but EP lab or um, uh, basically the, the plumber versus the electrician. Um, so I wanted to have those options available. There was a third one that was a little bit of vascular kind of. It, the, they, the cardio and the leg? Yeah, they they, they definitely they looked, felt like a very much of a vascular like they they did EKGs, they did echoes, they did um, cor uh, coronary ultrasounds, they did a whole bunch of stuff like that. But nowhere on the website did they really indicate that they did interventional, as far as like you know putting putting the catheter in and clearing out, um, putting stents in your heart or doing pacemakers, anything like that. So uh, I didn't really think that they were very interventional ish. So I didn't select it. Um, the third one I picked is going to sound ridiculous, but radiology. Um, <laughs> I, I have reasons for it because <laughs> obviously radiology is not a specialty that internal medicine doctors can end up in. We, we don't, uh, we can't, I mean, I guess there is a, there is a theoretical possibility if I were to hate internal medicine, love radiology, I could theoretically try to match into a radiology program next cycle. Doubtful. Um, <laughs> um, I don't think I like dark rooms and computer monitors that much. The lifestyle sounds nice, but um, no, I don't think that would be a good fit for me. I don't think I would even be competitive, honestly, in that that scenario. But radiology, I can always get better at radiology. Um, I am not the best at imaging, reading, and looking, so it's always good to know a little bit more. But primarily, um, I talked to a few people and they kind of alluded to radiology being a bit of a lighter and this wasn't people people at Cape Fear this is like northeast Georgia and other other areas so I don't really know what it's going to be like but my impression has been 
they keep pretty regular office hours. They're not late nights, early mornings. They they have a pretty regular schedule. And so it would be nice to have at least one elective where I'm not running out of a chicken with my head cut off. I can actually study and possibly take step three. So that is the general thought process around it is that I will probably work as hard as they need me to or want me to, and that's fine, but they're not going to require me to spend long, long hours, and that might be kind of nice for the family. That would be nice for me <laughs> and just getting step three done. And, uh, yeah, that's that's the rationale. I know I, I spent a little bit of time talking about, oh, I haven't done any nephrology, and I haven't done any infectious disease. But I you can always do those in second year. Yeah, I can do third. second and third year. Um Third year, to be fair, like third year though, I think the and I, I'm gonna this is gonna evolve. Obviously, I'm I'm not even an intern, and I'm trying to talk about it. Um, so take everything I say with a grain of salt. <laughs> we will follow up on this, and you can watch the evolution of the thought process. But uh, my understanding is that third year, if you are going to go to a specialty or you want to do a fellowship, um, third year you might spend one or two electives away. Um, you might try to go to a program that is like, say I wanted to do an EP or cardiology EP fellowship. I would go to a program that has cardiology fellowship away and spend four weeks doing that. It's kind of like again, fourth year of medical school. You do a few ways to audition to get you, your face around some of the, the programs so that they will go, huh? Well, do we want to hire them on as a fellow for a couple years or no? So that is generally how people do it from my understanding. Uh, again, that could, involve, that could evolve a little bit, so I don't know. Uh, we will see how that goes. Um, that is a long way off in the future, at least three years off, two, two to three years. So really don't have to stress about that in year one. Um, but those are, that's the advice essentially I was given. I just... I'm hoping I'm, I'm doing the, the advice justice, but um, something to kind of, I guess, keep in mind. Uh, that, you know, those things on the list of electives that, you know, that weren't nephrology, ID, and gastro. I, I, I really, having done general surgery rotation, and um, I don't know. I tried really hard on that rotation, and I don't think me and the preceptor connected very well. And he did a lot of... Um, GI, he did a lot of colonoscopies, so I, I don't know if I love GI enough to be like, yeah, I want to do more colonoscopies. Um, <laughs> the, and then it was like urgent cares that I, I guess that they have off options for outpatient clinics. I think the health department and like neurology was one, but yeah. again, I, I, I'm, I'm gun shy on neurology, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I had, I feel like I learned a lot in my neurology rotation in fourth year, but I did not, uh, I appreciated the, the medical expertise of my preceptor, very smart. Again, couldn't have learned as much as I did without him, but he was kind of a jerk. <laughs> so I don't know if I want to spend another four, four weeks with another jerk. Um, I know that is like stereotyping all neurologists into one bucket, but if you watched Lock and Flecken's videos on neurologists, I don't feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm straying too far from the neurologist. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, one, oh, I had goodness. a really bad experience, and I watched those videos, and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's about right. <laughs> I feel like, Which is so sad, because like, if you look at 
um, like the top five uh, specialties I, that IMGs go after, go after or get admit or get into. Get yeah. into neurology is one of the top yeah, it's five. Like IMFM neurology, general surgery, and like maybe psych. I don't know if that's still true. Uh, it might be peds. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I can't, I can't remember all of them, but I did. It w- I was looking at that list when Eric was on his neurology rotation, and it just made me laugh because... Yeah, for other reasons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you know us personally, you can ask us. We'll tell you in a more personal setting. <laughs> uh, nothing that we're going to put on the podcast. No. Um, but anyways, that's kind of where our mind is right now. Um, and granted, there are a lot of things going on right now, <laughs> right now with the move and then with um graduation and the house and all of that and trying to get all the kids into the doctor which i need to cancel two doctor's appointments yep um we we set up a transfer all of our account information over change our addresses on everything new uh, insurances get, all of it try to get signed up <laughs> on a new insurance any benefit state benefits all, we have a lot of things we got to do um, so um that's as much as we um, have thought through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will. I'll be honest. The vacation was very little thought through. The special, the um, electives. electives were a little bit more thought, th- thought Relatively. through. Relatively, I mean, they were like. I asked. I texted a whole bunch of people. I sweated for hours as they. I waited for replies because, like, so certain programs. So I was holding off on sending my. Um, vacation requests until I can send my vacation request with my electives for a little while. And certain programs have like a first come first serve basis for some of the vacations like uh, like Crichton, uh, Phoenix, Arizona. They actually send like all their different schedules. So they, they take on like 26 residents or something like that plus transitional year. And so they just send you an entire year's worth of schedules for 26 different variations with vacations built into the schedules and then say, pick what you like, your top three. And if you don't turn around immediately and send those back, like if someone else picked it, it's gone. First come, first serve. So I was definitely sweating it for a couple hours waiting for replies going, I don't, I don't know if this is going to be the same sort of deal. Like what if someone else thinks that they wanted to be the same vacation days and which is, I'm, I'm sure I'm just being crazy and paranoid. Like <laughs> I didn't get a full blown year schedule from the program. Like Crichton, uh, talked about doing, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but <laughs> quite frankly, the vacation is not what matters. It's, it's more the electives that I think I, I was, I was Vac- concerned. About. I am sure I'm going to need a vacation. Oh, I'm sure you'll need a vacation. But if they say those pick different vacation days, we can pick different vacation oh, days. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Um, because we're going to homeschool the kids. And so we can take vacation whenever we want to take vacation. As long as we get yes. the 180 days yeah. of schooling. The in. real trick is to pick a, a homeschool name. Oh, Karen yeah. has rejected my, uh, <laughs> my, uh, very well thought out. <laughs> yeah. If you guys have good ideas for homeschool You're going to get a ter- bunch of terrible ideas. That's, well, no so offense. I mean, I'm sure the audience is great and <laughs> insightful, but like my idea was basically in his initials, uh, an acronym that acronym spelled my, out his name. Yeah, no, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so any more gems like that, you'll definitely go ahead and send it to Karen's Instagram at MedFamilyMD. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a homeschool name that if we 
stay in North Carolina. I can't change the name. You register it. So if if, it, if we stay in North Carolina and one of our kids graduates and has this name on their diploma, they're not going to be like, my goodness. Like, you know, it has to ha sound legit, right? So I'm sure. open to names. Anyways, MedFamilyMD. Feel free to shoot me any, any questions you may have regarding medical school. Or <laughs> and then all your gems of names. <laughs> and all your gems of names. Uh, um, my, oh, my, my parents, uh, I think, were like Ackers Crackers, which like no. I don't know if, uh, that, that definitely got into, uh, no offense to my mom, but that, that went straight to the uh, recycle bins. I, I'm a little jealous of my, my sister. So their kids apparently in Washington and do the same similar thing. And Scott's my brother-in-law was, like, <laughs> their last name is Scott. So like. They named it Scott's Tots, which is just so good. <laughs> it's like a, a throwback to the office. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I just love it because like that whole thing about how he like promised to give him a college tuition. And um, my brother-in-law's a teacher, so we'll see how t college tuition works out for him. Um, anyway, I think our kids are calling us and telling us it's about done. So uh, yeah, MedFamilyMD on Instagram. Go ahead and find us on any of the major podcasting sites and subscribe and share. Um, we don't do a whole lot of self-promotion. So if you guys want to self-promote for us, we would gladly accept it. But we are not med influencers. We, I am not going to dance on TikTok and uh, I am not photogenic. I have a face for radio. Um, so this is what you get. <laughs> you guys, I appreciate it. You guys have a good rest of your week. We will talk to you next week. Bye.